Welcome, team, to this week's midweek mini episode. I'm Connor Beaton, and we are going to talk about why women are drawn to lost men. Now, this is really relevant for both men and women. So, guys, uh, I want you to stay with me here because I'm going to talk about lost men. And you might be one, you might know one. You might have to work with a lost man. Your brother might be a lost man. One of your best friends might be a lost man. And we are the catalyst of, we are the, we are the, the strength that can help support some of these men in finding a depth of clarity and direction in their life that they are craving and that the world is craving from them. So this is an incredibly important episode for all of us, regardless of your gender, sexual orientation, all of it. Uh, but specifically today, I'm going to talk about why the feminine loves lost men. And <laughs> uh, so let's just start there. Lost men. He's smart. He seems to be a normal guy. He sometimes is even a little bit badass because like he's got like a hint of like James Dean badassery. You know, he he is your classic renaissance man in the way that he seems to know a lot of things about a lot of things, but not a lot of thing about one specific thing. He hasn't really seemed to get really deep into an area of his life that he is feverishly passionate about, right? He hasn't gone super deep into one specific sport, or he hasn't gone super deep into exploring consciousness and meditation. He hasn't really taken the time to understand what his purpose is in life. He seems to struggle to commit in relationships, in his business, in his career, to the things that he says he wants to create. He struggles to commit. He's the type of guy that says, I really want to travel to Japan. I really want to travel to Italy. And he's been saying it for years, but he's not once taken any action on it. He's the type of guy who is with uh, a woman for years and can never seem to commit. And no one really knows why. No one, no one has a clue. They have speculations. They think they know why. But no one actually knows why, and he doesn't either. He struggles to commit to building his business because of a number of reasons. Uh, but either way, for whatever reason, he just doesn't know. He thinks he doesn't know how to commit. He doesn't really know what he's doing in his life in the sense that he doesn't know the direction. He's terrified of what's going to happen in the future. But he can feel so damn exciting to be around. So a lot of lost men are very engaging. They're charismatic. They're fun. They're funny. One of the biggest things that I've seen from lost men is that they know when to use humor. They're, they're usually really, really funny at just the right time so as to deflect away from themselves. And we can see this when conflict starts to arise in their relationship. They'll either stonewall and walk away because they don't know how to deal with it and they don't know how to resolve the conflict with their partner, or they'll use humor to try and deflect away from the fact that they have done something wrong, that they've hurt their partner or they've lied or they didn't do something that they said they were going to do. 
they will use humor to move away from the truth, especially when the truth involves them, especially when the truth involves something that they have done or said that was wrong, and they don't want to look at why that's happened. So he laughs a lot. He laughs a lot, often has a great sense of humor, and you think as his partner or as the woman that's dating him, you think maybe, just maybe, I can turn him into Mr. Perfect. (laughs) And because of this thought, you find yourself maybe, you think maybe, just maybe, he will become Mr. Perfect if he only just listens to me. And it's right there that you are absolutely screwed. (laughs) Like you are absolutely screwed. You're on the hook and he's got you on the hook and you are caught in his mysterious nature. And you don't, and this is the other, this is the other part. I'm going to put a little caveat in here. Lost men often try and present themselves actively as mysterious. They want to seem mysterious and Maybe it's a passive thing. Maybe they don't mean to, but internally they're like, ooh, I love being called mysterious. It's just so great. I love when a woman says that I'm mysterious. And for a woman, that can also feel equally appealing. There is something about mysterious men that make it appealing to women. And this is the part that uh, attracts the shadow feminine because the shadow feminine is as follows. The shadow feminine is, and this is by the way, all of us, men and women, have the masculine and feminine within us. The feminine and masculine are just energies. And so I'm going to talk about the shadow or the dysfunctional part of the feminine today. Uh, the shadow and dysfunctional part of masculine will come up in the future. But so what is the shadow feminine? Well, the shadow feminine can be easily threatened. Uh, it can also be insecure or obsessive. Uh, I think about <laughs> I think about the shadow feminine. A great visualization of the shadow feminine is the scene from Wedding Crashers when uh, what is his name? Not not Will Ferrell. Um, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. They're at the wedding and he meets the redheaded woman. I can't remember what her name is in the movie. And he she's like she becomes like a stage five clinger to him. She's like super obsessed with him. And there's this scene where he's sitting on the toilet with his pants around his ankles in the bathroom. And she's in the bathroom with him trying to convince him, I think to have sex with her. And she, and she says this like iconic line of don't leave me. I'll find you. And that is just, (laughs) that's just like the classic shadow feminine, right? It's like, the the part of you that just wants to text the other person nonstop checking in with them like what are you doing what are you doing now i know i asked you 30 minutes ago what you're doing but what are you doing now and it's the part of you that is obsessing over you know immediately needing to know every single part of them right it's the part that is uh the shadow feminine also the compulsive caretaker right maybe you're not obsessive in the sense that you that you are clinging on to them but maybe you are the obsessive caretaker. You need to nurture them. Uh, You need to please them. So you are always and constantly just trying to get it right for your partner. And you have crap boundaries because you are just always trying to get it right. You can be the shadow feminine is can be smothering and judgmental. It can be very erratic and volatile. So it can, you know, be totally in a good space. And then all of a sudden something will happen and it'll go from like, 
really even keel to an emotional meltdown, like the volcano just erupted and you're like, what the heck? Uh, even as the person that's experiencing it, you're like, why is this happening within me right now? Uh, it can feel victimized and helpless. So the shadow feminine is the part that's always like, I just keep dating these lost guys and they keep ghosting me and, or they can never, they can never commit or they never have their life together. And I just don't understand what's wrong with men right? That's the common narrative of the shadow feminine. They can't see that even though they dated five guys that are the exact same type that show the exact same dysfunction, that they're the problem, that they, that the, that, (laughs) that the other people, that the men are the problem and that it has nothing to do with them. So this is, that's a little bit about the shadow feminine. Now the shadow feminine loves, 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 loves lost men because it gives them something to obsess over. It gives them something to try and fix. And all of this comes from a place of feeling safe. It is much safer to be with a lost man than it is to be with a man who has clarity in his direction. And this shows up because for a lot of women, not a lot, but a a lot of women specifically within the shadow feminine that are attracted to lost men, it is easier to be with them because there is a safety in thinking that you're going to be able to be the one to fix him, to turn him into this nice, this perfect man, this Mr. Right, this Mr. Perfect, this knight in shining armor. The shadow feminine loves that because then it says to itself, well, if I help you be the man of, of your dreams, If I help you, when I turn you into Mr. Perfect, you'll never leave me because I will have been the one that did that for you. And then I'll have you. And so notice how the obsession comes up in the shadow feminine when it wants to fix a lost man. So there is a deep draw and desire within the feminine psyche that is drawn to the asshole who doesn't know what he's doing with his life, who doesn't care, who seems to be completely ambiguous, who, you know, says, screw social norms. I don't give a crap about any of it. I don't really care what you say or what he says or what she says. There's a certain level of ambiguity in that. And the shadow feminine says, Ooh, if I could just fix that, he could be the perfect man for me. And then he would always need me and he would never leave me. And so this is where we need to be able to see this dysfunction because as lost men, lost men struggle to commit, lost men struggle to have clarity of direction in what they want to do with their career. Lost men struggle to set boundaries. They are complete yes men usually, not off, not always, but usually they are complete yes men. They need and want to have other people approve of them. Because when other people approve of them, it gives them a sense of, I'm moving in the right direction. Lost men are usually the type of people that have uh, other other friends or partners. And guys, I want you to hear this. If you have had really dominant women in your life that have constantly been, uh, been the ones that have told you what to do, whether they're your friends or whether they are... Uh, your your partners, you're lost. You're lost in some way, either in your career or in your business or in your relationship or in your direction. There is a sense of, I don't know 
where I'm going and I know what to do. And I don't want it to, I don't want to admit it to another man. And so because I don't want to admit it to other men, I surround myself with women who will either tell me what to do or I'll get into relationships with women who make it okay for me to be lost. They don't push me. They don't challenge me. They, they don't challenge me to figure it out. They don't challenge me to find my own clarity, right? They don't push me because if they did, they, I wouldn't need them anymore. And suddenly their function would be, would be over. And so they don't want to push me. They don't want to challenge me because they want to be the ones that solve it for me or that steer me in the right direction. So notice if you're in the type of relationship dynamic, ladies, where you are with a man who is a little bit lost, notice your tendency or desire to try and tell him what to do. One, you will never tell a man what to do have him do it and enjoy it ever. I'm just going to tell you right now. <laughs> a man has to choose. A man has to choose to do something for himself. Because if you are constantly the one telling him what to do, and he's just listening, you will lose respect. If you are telling him what to do around the home, with his business, in his finances, sexually, emotionally, you will lose respect for him because he will not have any sense of autonomy. He will not have a depth of character that says to you, I've got my own life. I am, in, I am the driver of the car of my life. And so slowly over time, respect will be lost, desire will be lost, intimacy will be lost, and you will find yourself feeling like you are playing the role of his mother. And the same is true for the men who get in relationships with women who tell them what to do or, or challenge them. Now, this is where we want to start to enter into, to move out of the shadow feminine and to move out of the space of being a lost man. We, as men, need to surround ourselves with men specifically who will challenge us, who will call us on our bullshit, who will say, I think you can do better. I think you're lying right now. I, I don't think that that's everything that you're capable of. That's out of integrity. And who will hold our feet to the fire and say, no, you know what? You're choosing this circumstance right now. You are choosing this relationship, you're choosing this business, regardless of what you may say or not want to own, your life is yours and yours alone. And no one else is responsible for it. And if you think, if you think that you are beholden to your wife or your partner or uh, <laughs> your business or your business partner or whoever it is, there is a part of you that is lost and confused. Because you are the one who is responsible for all of it, not in control of all of it, because you cannot control everything. That's an illusion. But you are responsible for all of it. You're responsible for the choices. And so as men, what we need to do is get around other men who can challenge us to take accountability, to take ownership over the direction of our relationship, of our marriage, of our family, over the direction of our business and of our careers. And we need to get around those types of men so that we can practice being called forward into our potential. Because we all have a vision of ourselves that, that we call potential. 
And our potential versions are always versions of ourselves that are taking ownership and accountability over the direction of our lives. And it, they are the parts of ourselves that say, I don't have all the answers. I don't know how this is gonna unfold in a year or five years. I actually don't know a lot of these things. But what I do know is this is the direction that I wanna go in. This is the clarity that I have in terms of what I want my financial life to look like, what I want my business to look like, what I want my career to look like, how I want my relationship and marriage to look like, and then to actively take steps towards that. So we need to surround ourselves with the type of men who will do that. And ladies, the most effective thing that you can do in your life is to encourage men, one, to surround themselves with other men that will challenge them, and two, <laughs> supportingly, lovingly, compassionately challenge him as well. Like, as men, we need challenge. We need to be challenged. And we, we generally don't want to be told what to do. I think that's pretty unanimous amongst men. And a lot of men will buck against it or they'll do it uh, and then resent it, and then that can destroy a relationship or a business. So we don't want to be told what to do. We also don't want to be coddled, right? The last thing that most men want, at least men who are probably tuning into this podcast and men that would probably listen to this podcast, we don't want to be left to just wallow in the, the pool, the cesspool of the comfort, Right, we don't want to just get to this place where, like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just comfortable. Right, everything's just comfortable. It's like, no, we need expansion. We need to expand and grow, and that's how we develop and cultivate a sense of deep self-respect for ourselves. That's how our partners respect us. That's how our children respect us. We are constantly in the state of expanding whether that's in our business, whether that's emotionally, whether that's intellectually, we are expanding our edges constantly. And when we do that, we show that we have direction. We show that we have stability. We show that we are taking ownership and accountability and responsibility over our own lives. And we're not trying to uh, shirk it off onto our partners, onto our wives, onto our best friends or our business partners or our coworkers. We are the ones taking responsibility for it. And this is what signals to people that we have direction. It's not as simple as saying there are lost men and non-lost men. There are many different types of men, but there are certainly men who are lost. And then there are certainly men who have direction in life. And so all of us can aim to have more direction. And it requires us challenging our partners sometimes. It requires us challenging our friends, challenging ourselves to say, that's not good enough. And rather than shaming ourselves uh, and, and sort of disabling ourselves from being able to take action on it, we have to say, that's not good enough, and I'm going to do better. And I'm going to do better right now. And I'm going to do better right now by owning this and taking accountability for it and taking responsibility for it and doing better the next time it happens. So I would love to hear your questions on lost men, on the shadow feminine, and how it shows up. Uh, DM me. Hit me up. Let me know what your thoughts are on this episode. Please share it. 
share it with a friend <laughs> who maybe has uh, dated in their shadow feminine before. Share it with a friend who maybe has been with a lost man or is a lost man or is going down the path of being a lost man and, uh, and, and share it with, with a few people so they can tune into this podcast. So thank you so much for joining this week and I will talk to you next week. This is Connor Beaton signing off.